Welcome to the No Nonsense Nutrition Podcast with Brett, Ed, Fran, Johnny, Matt, and Paul, helping you to build more muscle and to lose weight with a hint of banter and a dash of humor. Enjoy this week's episode. Right. Well, welcome to episode number 70 of the No Nonsense Nutrition Podcast. So last week, such a hilarious episode. We thought we'd counter, you know, because obviously yin and yang that have such a boring one today by going on to our second uh, get to know the coach episode. So we went with uh, Mr. Vanilla himself, Edward. Edward. Actually, that, I've just ruined the first question for you actually as well, because the first question is what's your name? I've just told everyone. <laughs> well, yeah, and the last you, question as well. <laughs> you just have to beep out the uh, name. Yeah, watch <laughs> Beep. Um, keep them in suspense okay. for another like minute and a half <laughs> <laughs> no uh paul before we get into the actual content let's find out what you've been up to i always feel terrible at this bit because my life is so not, boring not, it's but it, it is boring to some people um same old stuff finish it final finishing touches to the house be ready to move in next weekend um Obviously, just building up our side side business for No Nonsense Nutrition, which will be upscaling furniture, because I'm now a professional at that. Is it NNM branded furniture? I could brand it. Sweet. Um, if you also uh, make things like bedside tables or coffee tables or units, can you please make sure you put QI wireless charging devices in them? So when I come to your house, I can just charge my phone up for it. They're already... Um, in the side bits of the, the, the sockets. Yes. Result. Look at the technology yeah. technology nowadays, eh? How is does it, it even work? Is it just me or um, are those wireless chargers really crap? Like when you, t- I used to have, well, I had one for about three days. Um, I used to use it as my main charger and my phone battery would normally last 20, 24 hours, something like that, um, if not longer. And it lasted about 10 hours using that wireless charger. I don't know. I can't say I noticed. I think, obviously, it takes longer to charge because it doesn't charge as quick as a lightning cable. Mm. But um, I think they're the same. I don't know. Yeah, I just I, I don't know if anybody else has felt that. But I just felt as though it didn't hold its charge for anywhere near as long. Well, the only annoying bit is, obviously, you have to be quite accurate in where you put the phone on the pad you know you can't just throw it on it it has to kind of go in a certain bit for it to work which is a bit annoying but you know you get used to it oh right i hadn't found that but yeah i don't know i suppose every whether every pad's different because a lot of cars have them now um but yeah cool well that's enough about phone charges um, <laughs> what a great start to the podcast the, the new what? segment <laughs> shit, Did you, uh, shit technology <laughs> <laughs> good technology um did, did I see, Paul, that uh, uh, your lovely girlfriend went out and left you at home to plan your Xbox? Or pick PlayStation, whatever it is, you know, Playbox or whatever. Yeah, she did, kids. but she only really popped out for her. I, I, she actually took longer to get ready than she was out, I think. Oh. But she had to work early this morning as well, so it was never going to be a big night. for. She's quite the shot queen when it comes to partying mm. so you just you just stayed in and played on call of, call, call of wars or whatever it is you play i did have a, a, a couple games of that but then she came back and we watched a film what film did you watch uh some girly film about being single it's quite good it was a good comedy that, that narrow let's say that narrows it down <laughs> yeah. it, was, it was quite funny actually did did she, she find a love in the end? Blonde girl in it. You who? There's a like a blonde comedy actress. You you it's, just really are shit at describing films, aren't you? Like it's a f- film about single girls, and it's a comedy. Yeah. And it's got a blonde actress in it. Was she American by any but chance? But she's chubby. Like, well, I would say she's bigger than chubby. She's very funny. She's you're been about, in. You're about Rebel Wilson. Yes, that's her. Jesus. Pit, the pitch perfect chick. I, I, I don't even know what's worse, this chat or the chat about the QI charger. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, right. yeah, so that was it. That was my Saturday night. 
I had some gin as well. How, how, there's just some gin. So I was about to say, how's the diet going? Oh, well, I'm not really dieting as in low calorie. I'm just coasting along. Not well, eating were, loads. No, you, eat were, you, were, you were dieting. You were yeah, yeah, I'm still weight. dropping weight. That's the, defini- that's the definition of dieting, losing weight. Well, dropping weight. You're worse than some of the clients in the group. I know. <laughs> How's the diet going? Eh, well, you know, I you know, just had 16 dominoes this week. So I'm still dieting, still on track. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Fuck, no, yeah. I definitely wasn't doing that. <laughs> yeah, just it's all right. You can restart again on Monday, mate. It's fine. <laughs> no, everyone loves a restart. Everyone does love a restart. Right. Okay. Well, I'll go to you. Let's see what you did. You know what I've done. I've oh, eaten. I do. I, I've eaten my entire body weight in food the last seven days. So, which is That's the. Do, do you know what's do you know what's ironic, right? Right. So, if anyone can follow me, I've been tips. Um, all week about how to manage to uh, maintain your weight or even diet on holiday, right? And I followed none of them. I feel like an absolute fraudster. I'm not going to lie. You know, like uh, telling people to eat protein, but I had done that. Um, but protein and vegetables and be mindful and all this stuff. And it's like, actually, I've done none of that. I've literally just binged for seven days. So, uh, yeah, never Did mind. Loads of baklava. Back- Baklava, yeah. I haven't actually eaten that much baklava because I, I don't mind baklava, baklava, but there's other things I'd rather eat, so I don't tend to eat too much of it. Um, they do have lots of desserts. So, like I said, I think I've said in another podcast before, I do like a patisserie. Like, when I go on holiday, it's almost a prerequisite that wherever I go, assuming it's an all-inclusive anyway, obviously if it's a city break or something that's not going to be laying in a beach for two weeks or whatever, um, yeah, it's a different thing. But I would usually say, right, the hotel has to have a patisserie because i do like to go for a walk in the afternoon and come back and have a nice coffee or something and a cake or four so you know <laughs> it becomes a prerequisite that has to have one if it doesn't have one then i just won't go there um very cultured aren't you yeah i know i know it's just that's just what i like doing don't don't mock me for being vanilla about my holiday choice i like i like sunbathing reading books going to the gym twice a day walking a bit and having loads of cake that's that sounds like a, a dream week, really. Yeah. Speaking of dessert, I did actually, I did put it on my Insta last night. I, they have in my my Tesco's the new, what's a new one? Way, the Way Hey. Salted, salted caramel. caramel shit. Yeah, what I was haven't it? had it yet. Oh, I thought, you, I thought you'd eaten it. I was, no, I was going to be there and I thought, nah. What? Okay, let me know it is because the original Way Hey's is shit. Really shit. What's like as, as, as bad as the original Bray is. Ah. That's how bad they are. Lovely. And on another quick side tangent, I just said, because I just had spoke to our last guests, Dan, and not Mike, actually, but Dan, because I was mocking about his, if anybody's watched it, the, one of the latest videos when they took on Laura for cereal eating. Mm-hmm. Dan, for his cereal, chose to eat Weetabix. Good choice. Not a good choice. I was being sarcastic. Yeah. Well, anyway, on top of that, then, obviously, I think Mike is trying to collect, to get the beard meets food the other youtuber mm-hmm. his crown his latest video was eating wheat picks i just watched it before this call he managed 70 in 40 minutes dry dry Jesus. okay that's a whole whole different level there yeah that's nuts um i was about to say before you said the dry word johnny would be able to take him i'm sure on <laughs> yeah bear in mind that he was an avid 20 a day easily <laughs> so like he's had a lot of practice i'm sure he could could do 70 80 easily okay I, I reckon if they were with milk i could easily do 70 80 but then again i said this to mike that i reckon i could easily do 150 chicken nuggets um i know it's just it's i know it's, it kind of feels and sounds like it's all talk but i just really i just really think in my head it doesn't even feel that hard and i'm sure it will be you know, i'm trying to be a realist realistic about it or be a realist but i really want to give it a go it just makes me want to try it should we skype it and do it together I would like to do that. Yeah. If I've, McDonald's Wi-Fi was better, we could both sit in McDonald's opposite ends of the country and smash yeah. it out over Skype. Yeah. Or we could just do it next time we meet up, mate. True yeah, that. Let's True do that. that. Yeah. Just, that in. Yeah. Done. Um, anyway, so yeah, that's what I've been doing. I've been training twice a day, walking a bit, and eating loads of food. So I holiday holiday weight. Anyone see my Instagram story today? No. Yes. Okay. So you can't answer, but guess the guess the weight gain. In the one week, five of a kilo. 
Ooh, Ed. Well off. Go on. 7.2 pound. Pound. Which um, is what? Three and a half, three and a half kilos. About, about, about three kilos. Yeah, yeah. Um, which was, to be fair, fully expected. And, you know, I said on Instagram, it's likely mostly water weight, but a um, couple of pounds of fat probably. I'd pro- I, I'd like, I'd, I actually only track protein, which was unusual for me. So I usually track all my calories, even when I'm holiday, as in estimates, because obviously you know the estimate. Um, but I still reckon just from guesswork, I'd probably still consume four or 5,000 calories every day. So there'll be a decent amount of weight gain there, but nothing that I'm not too, that I'm too worried about. I'm in a gaining phase still. So um, all good, really. Also got the train twice a day. So use that energy reasonably wisely. Yes. Not too bad in the grand scheme of things, is it? No, the only problem is I am suffering a little bit, a little bit of elbow tendonitis in both arms, um, which to be fair, only really appeared the last day when I, uh, no, I was fucking around with some molly lifts, just tried, just trying some, um, some different stuff, you know, just watching some YouTube videos and practicing some stuff just cause self-taught, you know, I'm still shit at it. But, uh, I think just the repetitive, like cleans and stuff like that I was doing, I think it's just given me a little bit, plus the, obviously the fact that I've trained twice twice a day actually I wonder how many times do I train twice a day? I don't think I train I think I only probably trained twice a day three out of the seven days so it wasn't every day but I think just did a lot of curls for the girls and stuff I think it's made my elbows a little bit but a um, couple of days of suffering and I think it feels a bit better today so did you not consult with our uh, strongest coach I should have done really shouldn't I should have spoke to Fran yeah yeah did it and because Ed you commented on her picture of her being able to Michael Jordan jump to the <laughs> yeah, she replied to that. Um, there's a little step that you can't see, apparently. Mm. No, take some, some of the type of spring-loaded legs so that she can. <laughs> I was gonna say, not, not only is she like the strongest NNN coach, she's also can like jump twice her own height. <laughs> well, because she, let's face it, she's um, short, uh, <laughs> and uh, when you when the pull-up bars on a rack are really high like you generally have to climb to get to them like even as a six foot male um with a i'd like to think i'm relatively springy uh i mean i'm no tigger but um yeah i have to uh so i was watching goodbye christopher robin earlier on so the, the winnie the pooh is forefront of the <laughs> at least, mind at least, you, at least you can give me the title of the film i like that bell end on the, the other side <laughs> I did. I said I think it's all about being single. (laughs) Something about being single. That's not a title of a film. (laughs) Maybe that's it. I don't know. Jesus Christ. Oh, dear. Is that many crappy girly films out there? It could well be one of them. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah. Yeah. I'll be honest. You could probably put five words together and there'd be a good chance it'll be a crappy single or crappy comedy about single women. Um, Anyway, right. Shall we uh, get get into it? Get into it. Let's get into it, son. so yeah this is another episode about getting to know our coach um you've obviously found out how crap paul is so uh and that wasn't even last the last episode that was this one <laughs> so definitely nobody's listening now <laughs> yeah and obviously today's uh person victim i don't know under the microscope is ed so don't give his name away oh shit i've done it again ed what is your name <laughs> my ed, name is what is edward whittaker <laughs> edward whittaker ah Edward, how old are you? I am 25 and a third. 25 and a third. Mate, you need to move out of your parents' house at 25. Hey! <laughs> Paul's 40 and he still lives with Becky's parents. <laughs> Just a mum. Just a mum. <laughs> yeah. yeah, not for long though, Eric. <laughs> I just said at the start of this, next week. Yeah. <laughs> but no, to, to, to be fair, he's... That's more recent, right? It's like almost like you're caring for the elderly, but obviously you're caring for yourself, or she's caring for you. I mean, <laughs> I went to talk about her mum. I went to talk about her mum. I know, I bet she's not. I was talking about Becky caring for you. Oh, right, yeah. How she, how old? Without giving away her age, how old is Becky's mum? How has this gone about Paolo? <laughs> ten years difference. Ten years difference. So when she was yes, ten, younger between the. Yeah, well, so yeah. you're you're ten years older than Becky's mum. Hey, this is your episode. <laughs> yeah, I think before we move on back, yeah, to it, I think, it. I think what he's trying to say is that he's closer in age to Becky's mum than Becky. Oh, so wrong. Terrible. Yeah, it's so wrong. Um, okay, so Ed. Hmm. Tell us all about what you like to do in your spare time. 
Uh, well, um, at the moment, hockey is uh, hockey is pretty much me. My life pretty much revolves around it at the moment. So um, I play to a, like a relatively all right standard. Um, play for league second team. We're like tier one of the Midland setup. So I think we're like fifth highest league in the country for a second team. That's not too bad. Um, yeah, so uh, so we play a pretty decent standard, um, but I also coach. Um, I sometimes umpire. Um, yeah, I run all like the junior academy stuff at the club. Uh, so that's kind of a, a lot of my week taken up. Um, I, I enjoy going to the gym, obviously, as you might have guessed. Uh, but I don't go all anywhere right, near. All right. Oh, look at me! I look no, like no, I'm because you know, like fit pro, whatever you want to call it. Like not not because of the fact that I'm jacked because i'm obviously not um when you stand next to colton anyway <laughs> um yeah so um no i enjoy the gym i just i can only go sort of two maybe three times a week uh just through other training commitments with hockey again so like i train playing once a week training one to two times a week as well so it just all gets a bit too much and then obviously like working and stuff as well um for a real day job um i I'm kind of, well, I don't even know what my role is, but uh, I essentially am pretty high up in a cheese and wine company. Um, I run all the shops for it. And I also run a gin company that's like a sister company. Um, so I keep myself pretty, pretty busy with that. And then obviously all my nutrition clients and uh, and all that lot. Uh, yeah, so I kind of, I'm a bit all work and not a hell of a lot of play. Uh, <laughs> And Alex, don't forget. And that. Well, that was I was about, about to say, to, you, didn't, yeah. you didn't mention anything about spending any time with your girlfriend. <laughs> or, so, so basically, we can just we can just conclude that you play hockey. Yeah, play hockey, work far too much. No, I do see Alex quite a lot. Um, so I suppose the first time we quizzed me, I was a single Pringle. Life has changed. Um, yeah, no, I see Alex quite a few quite a, quite a few days out of the week, so it's good. I managed to convince her to come and play for my hockey club, so I can see her an extra day a week as well. Um, so, yeah, she's committed. Um, yeah, no, it. Uh, I, I do spend a lot of time with so, her today. We what, went out for food and stuff. So. What, I was going to say, what do you and Alex like doing together then? So I'm just going to make the assumption that, obviously, because you're such a workaholic, uh, the spare time you do have, you spend with Alex, because obviously that would be the only right thing to do. Exactly. Other than hockey then, because obviously you just said that, what do you do together? Uh, I do drag her to the gym maybe once a month. So not that much, only about once a month. Um, and uh, No, we go out for food a lot. Uh, we quite enjoy going to, she's quite into fit, not so much fitness, but she's into like a sport and stuff like that. She's a sports coach. Um, so we like going to those kind of uh, those uh, total ninja courses um, and, and just things like that. If there's anything competitive, like if, if it can be competitive, then we're there. Um, we are very very competitive. Um, I've, the amount of like lawn garden games that I've bought over the summer, um, so we can just play them. <laughs> um, yeah, so we, we've been a bit like kids over the summer playing like badminton in the garden and stuff like that. So. Um, yeah, we we go out for food a lot. We do go out for food a lot, so that's kind of something we both enjoy. Um, yeah, no, we do spend a lot of time together, which is nice, obviously. So yeah, hockey, food, Alex, gym, nutrition. So you know, if you noticed, there was nothing there about X stations, Paolo. Or yeah, hey, I do have a there's enough scientific an studies somewhere. to prove that it helps with old age and. Keeping the brain active, as it right. were, and okay. reactions. Okay. I keep my reactions up by playing actual sport, though, not looking at little tiny men running around on a screen. All right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's a viable, it's a viable, um, now if we start YouTubing it. Just only, ask, only if you're any ask, fucking good. I am good. Just ask um, Luke Johnson. Yeah. Fair enough. Oh. Um, no, I, I I've never really been into gaming, like game consoles and stuff. I, I did a bit when I was a teen, like most teens do. But like, I'd get, in, I'd literally just get the Call of Duty games. I'd play it for about three days and then get bored of it, and then wait twelve months for the next one to come out. Um, and that was about my computer gaming. Uh, that was the extent of it. Um, all my mates were into it, but I just no, I just went off and played sport instead. I was that kid who was always playing sport, so. Cool. Yeah. 
Cool. Me. Let's go with, at this point in time, how you... What are you doing for any nutritional interventions or anything? What are you doing with your routine? So, um... I'm on the road a lot, so I do buy most of my food out. I'm not very good at the moment of prepping food. Well, before before you go, like, what what is your current like goal for nutrition, and then take to your routines? Because I want to know, like, are you dieting? Are you trying to put on mass? Are you eating more than you should do, and you know that type of thing? Um, so I'm pretty much maintaining my weight. My weight's been 80 kilos for a good six, seven weeks, something like that, if not longer. Um, so I'm just kind of, I found a pretty good sweet spot of slightly higher days, slightly lower days, um, depending on whether I'm training or not. So I, I am maintaining my weight whilst training in the gym. Um, so I know I can't be as committed to the gym at this moment in time to go through any real serious gaining phase. So that's why I'm not too bothered about pushing my calories up, seeing how much I can eat uh, and all that sort of stuff. So I'm trying to maintain. Plus, I don't want to get too heavy because um, if I get any heavier than about 80 kilos, if I get to that 82, 83 stage, I really notice it on the hockey pitch. And um, that's kind of, I suppose, my training priority at the moment is getting fit for the hockey season because mm-hmm. um, I'm, I'm, I'm nearly there but I'm still probably a few weeks off being sort of like full fitness um, so that's kind of my, my main goal at the moment I, I like being big and strong on the pitch because it's when you play at the higher levels it can be quite a physical game so if I'm stronger and more compact and if I, I'm not getting pushed off the ball when people do clatter into me they're coming off a hell of a lot worse than I am um, I think I heard a guy's jaw crack uh, slightly when he ran into my shoulder on Saturday. Um, and, uh, so, you know, things like that uh, are kind of, <laughs> in a sick kind of way, um, make it all worth it. <laughs> um, uh, it. Yeah, it can be quite a physical game. So um, not quite as physical as ice hockey, but uh, it can be quite physical. Um, so... so- Talk us through kind of like when you're like I don't know if you is it, are you quite consistent over the like week included weekends. So if you are, talk us through like a day in the nutrition of Ed. Yeah. So um, breakfast is pretty much the same most days. Um, I'm up handy normally, so it's a couple of rounds of toast, marmite, a uh, bit of a low calorie butter uh, with a, a scoop and a half of whey protein and some milk. So, is that like 600 calories, something like that? Um, then for lunch, it kind of varies. If I'm in the office, then, or if I'm having like a slightly lower day, it might be like a carrot and swede mash with some like packet chicken or something. Um, or, or sometimes it might be chicken and like a packet of rice. If I'm on the road, it tends to be a couple of lower calorie sandwiches. So, I get to try and get a couple for around 300 calories each. Um, and I have a couple of those just so I make sure I hit protein and you know around about that five six hundred calorie mark um, if I'm training that day I will then eat again around half three four something like that and it'll be much of the same um, if I'm not training then I'll try and wing it through till uh, till till sort of like evening meal time um, where I will eat whatever the family's eating. So it's normally quite carb heavy, um, pasta or rice with some sort of meat, plenty of veggies, uh, and then some sort of sauce that tends to be kind of a, a fairly staple meal. Um, the odd time we do get a takeaway or go out for food, but maybe like a couple of times a month. So I kind of just factor that in again. So if I know that we're having fish and chips for tea, or if I know that we're going out for food, then I won't have that second lunch and I'll make sure my first lunch is pretty light. If I am training, then I'll try and keep both lunches light and, and, you know, train hard and, and then enjoy that afterwards. Um, and then I will often have, again, probably more toast than whey before bed. Um, I don't like to go to bed hungry, um, and if I have trained, I like to have something in my belly afterwards, but I don't go for a big full meal. Um, yeah, so that's I'm, I'm pretty much a creature of habit, just that evening meal changes, and it depends whether I'm driving up and down the country or whether I'm sat in the office. Uh, but yeah, I, I tend to fluctuate between training days and non-training days. If I'm not training, I know I've got far too much work to do, I'm not going to make it, uh, then I'll, I'll try and skip that second meal, or I'll just have protein, so I'll just have like a pack of chicken or something like that. Um, yeah, so my, my daily food bill is quite expensive because it's mostly bought out. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I, I'm not very good at preparing food at the moment. Well, I think at least it does show that you 
albeit maybe not optimal, you don't have to necessarily prepare. And so no. you're showing there and just talking through it how you can do it. Yeah, yeah. Cool. So I do uh, a corporate seminar for a company at the moment, and they're all people who travel uh, a lot. Um, they're in sales and stuff like that, so they're on the they're on the motorway all the time. So I think it's quite good because I can relate to that. Because I'm like, look, I'm either in York, I'm in Derby, I'm in Stoke, I'm in Cheshire, I'm you know I'm everywhere um, for work. So I. I am on the road a lot, so I kind of know where's good to go for food. I know what petrol stations have protein bars. I know what petrol stations do what brand of sandwiches and whether they do like a lower calorie tuna mayo type thing or like a chicken salad. Um, I always try and go for something around the 10 grams of fat mark, uh, if not lower, because they then tend to be at the lower end of the 300 calories. Sometimes you get lucky with like a co-op sandwich and they're like 280 calories. So uh, yeah, so I kind of... I've done a lot of research and that allows me then to kind of eat um, eat out and, and eat at various places. Uh, but yeah, I, I do keep, because I've tracked for years, that's the thing. So I've tracked for two or three years pretty consistently. So I do know what foods contain what calories. I know roughly how many calories my body needs. And I know that if I've had a pretty heavy lunch, I will cut back a little bit and uh, go lighter the rest of the day. Uh, yeah. Cool. So, like you mentioned already about training, then. So, how? Uh, I mean, you touched on it, that you only train two or three times a week, or whatever, and that you're kind of more training towards hockey. Give us a bit of a typical day of it, or how your training's going. Um, so, training I still take pretty seriously. I'm uh, even though I'm not training as many to like. Ideally, I would love to train four times a week. Um, I'd hockey train once, two times a week and play matches once a week. That that would be the absolute ideal, but it's more work getting in the way than training getting in the way. Um, so typically what I'm doing at the moment is I try and do at least one upper, one lower session. It quite often ends up turning into um, two upper, one lower. Uh, I've had a bit of a niggle on my quad though, so it's been a lot of upper work just the last few weeks, just whilst I've been trying to let my quad recover so I can keep playing hockey and, and it seems to be okay now so fingers crossed um, but so typically I would start off with a compound so let's take an upper day um, I'd start off with either a shoulder press or like a seated shoulder press with a barbell normally on a smith machine just for that control um, or a like a flat bench and I would have a log of my numbers so I would know I'm typically aim for about five reps and I would just log my weight for that five reps can I beat it can I add a little bit more weight on can I get a sixth rep and I try and improve that sort of week on week pretty much um, some weeks I do some weeks I match I always try and match or beat um, if I'm if I'm lower then I kind of move on to the next exercise and know that I'll try and have to you know make a bit more progression elsewhere in the session um, but uh, yeah so that kind of keeps me feisty keeps me hungry in the gym if I know that I'm trying to beat something if I know that I'm trying to do better um, I try and log everything that I do uh, but some sessions I just kind of go a bit more with what's free more so than sticking to an absolute plan depends how much time I've got as well so at the moment I'm training for around 45 minutes to an hour um, so sometimes you know if the, if the gym's really busy it's only a small gym I go to I will just go right okay instead of doing like an incline uh, dumbbell press I'll do like an incline cable or something like that instead uh, to keep the movement patterns the same but the weights might be different the the variation might be slightly different um yeah so i'll do a few accessories on chest or shoulders whatever i've started with um then i'll do a few on back and then i'll go to chest or shoulders depending on whatever i started with and then uh get a good uh, arm workout at the end as well typically do uh three to four sets um vary the the rep ranges really from anywhere through eight through 20 reps um i try and add a few drop sets and little burnouts uh, just to get lots of volume in, especially if it's like the last set on that muscle group. I just try and get as much volume in as possible, get a really nice pump, um, just because it makes you feel good. Uh, yeah, so I, I, I kind of typically start with a, a compound and then, uh, yeah, a few accessories thrown in, trying to tap the muscle from two or three different ranges of motion as well, um, just to really kind of, you know, really mess up the muscle. So I train pretty hard as well. I try and, not exactly to failure, but I'm training pretty close, you know, a rep or so shy um on the last set of each exercise so yeah i try and try and push myself awesome so <clears throat> i'm not well i'm sure people avid listeners will probably remember that you have uh competed before haven't you mm. in men's physique in, uh, men's physique um so do you have any future goals or what are your future goals as 
we put it up as an athlete. So, uh-huh. commas, athlete. <laughs> so, any Wait, future no. kind of, I don't know. My the annoying thing was when when I when I first competed, I I really enjoyed the process. I enjoyed the diet and, and everything like that. Um, I, I did absolutely love it. And when I stepped off stage, I was like, yes, I need to get bigger. I know that. I need to be consistent. I need to do this, 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 and this. And then as time went on, as six months went on, seven months, eight months, then I stopped working with the coach I was working with. So that was kind of like less external pressure to want to um, compete again. Because not that that coach was like, you've got to compete or anything like that. It was just a case of they kind of introduced me to it, I suppose. So um, when I said, right, okay, I'm going to go on and do uh do some of the off season on my own uh that kind of was that that like almost helped me kind of walk away from it a little bit um then my training became a bit less regular because i just didn't have that accountability and then i took on a few more jobs at work doing more hours basically took on a completely different role uh and then work's taken over um as priorities go i think my priorities are slightly different um i've turned a bit more businessy just recently and i'm you know focusing on doing things with triple n um focusing on obviously like my kind of my day job a little bit as well that takes up a lot of time um so i can't put in the time and the effort that is required for bodybuilding as i would like to because uh, i don't want to do anything half arsedly half arsed half heartedly heartedly there we go Got my words you, you made you made you made up a better phrase and half arsedly <laughs> yeah, like yeah, yeah yeah um i don't want to be half arsed about anything um so if I'm going to do something, then I want, like, if I wanted to do that, I'd want a good 12 months of solid, consistent bodybuilding um, and then diet into it. Um, which is, a, it, 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 the thing is, like, training and just going to the gym and kind of going and enjoying it is completely different to um, trying to add absolute every ounce of muscle you can and trying to really, you know, push yourself. Um, especially with like, we've got some big friends, um, some big natural friends and it's kind of, you stand next to them and you do kind of think like, nah. if, if I, that's who I'm competing against, it's, it's a tough one really. Um, will Thanks, I ever mate. do it again? I'm never going to write that off because in a few years time, my, you know, I might be happier where I'm at business wise. I might be kind of more settled and things, you know, I don't have to put as many hours into it so I can do more hours training. Um, yeah. So kind of, I suppose, I suppose that'll come into a different question later on and kind of more of what, what would I like to be doing in the future. But as bodybuilding goes now, right now in the next few years, it's not, not in the pipeline. Um, am I ruling it out for forever, ever again? No, not at all. Um, will I get lean and do more photo shoots with, with you guys? Absolutely. That will happen again. Um, but, uh, right now I have no plans to compete again. Yeah. Any excuse to rub, tanning oil on each other <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i was gonna make a joke about alex doing it then um uh, but uh, yeah. for all of us man <laughs> uh, gotta get that closer somehow <laughs> uh. cool uh so let's move a little bit away from um i suppose your your kind of current and future goals but let's find out a bit how i think we, obviously you touched on it in the first ever episode we ever did where we got to know each other a bit better but uh it's got a bit more detail around how you got in the fitness industry okay so rolling it i'm not going to be like oh when i was 13 i was really into sport because that's literally like 75 percent of men uh we are into sport <laughs> um no I, for, for me where it started was uh in my final year of university i I wanted to get lean. I wanted a six pack. I wanted to uh, look like the guys in the photos. I wanted to look like the guys on the internet. Um, yeah, not that I was looking at guys on the internet, of course, but uh, you know what I mean. Um, <laughs> so, I, I and I, one of my flatmates at the time, he was uh, he was a big lad as well. Like he was, you know, he was a big muscular lad. But neither of us were particularly shredded. Neither of us particularly lean. If we were lucky, we had like. Uh, top two abs on a good day um, so I, I even though I was doing sport and exercise science at university uh, we did nutrition like, uh, modules but it was all sports performance none of it was calories in calories out it was all like oh make sure you're um, 
at 66% VO2 max to be in fat burning mode, like shit like that, that does, isn't really that applicable actually. Um, so it was kind of a bit, it just wasn't very helpful for, for what I wanted and for what I wanted to achieve at the time. So I didn't know what the hell I was doing. So I started looking online at various things and I got into rugby a bit as well. So I was like following a few rugby guys, started following James Haskell um, and he had a few YouTube videos. Uh, that then led me to watching a video where he was with a um, known nutritionist um, who now owns, uh, he was he was on with Ben Coomba. Um So I started listening to this Ben Coomba chap. He had his own podcast. Um, he he sort of I suppose in a way taught me quite a bit, and then I sort of followed him a bit more. He then had a academy, like a nutrition academy, where I went on the foundation course and I uh, learned a fair amount, to be fair, um, of the basics. That's what I need to know. I need to know the basics. I need to know about calories. I needed to know about macros because um, I knew kind of roughly what they were, but I just didn't know how to implement them. I did that. I did his um, foundation academy thing, like the, the eight-week thing, and then he did like another academy thing, which was 12 months, and that was a bit more in-depth. It was an exam at the end, um, and I did that. But the whole time I was doing that, I was listening to his podcast, and I was like, this guy is contradicting himself so much. So he had a different guest on like every week, and one would be talking about carb backloading as the perfect approach for nutrition, and then the next one would be talking about carb cycling. Then the next one would be talking about keto. Then the next one would be talking about flexible dieting. And then he was just agreeing to every single one of them, going, yeah, 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 great approach, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was just like, this guy is confusing me more than he's helping me now. I kind of reached my potential with him, I suppose. He was great for helping me get into things, but I was now becoming confused because there was too much conflicting well, conflicting ideas and conflicting people. So I started to move away from him. Um, a load of their lecturers on their course left and I kind of went with them. Um, I ended up going on a course called the Nutrition Academy with uh, Big Rich Senewald and Gary Mendoza, who are both pretty intelligent blokes. And um, that was really good. That was more sports performance based. So now I use that a lot for any endurance sports clients I have. Uh, I use it for my own hockey. I've had quite a few hockey clients as well, like people looking at team sports and that sort of stuff. So that has helped massively with that, looking at how to prime and prep the body ready for a match and uh, prolonging performance and all that sort of stuff. Um, so then that took me down the road of working with this coach. Uh, and um, that's kind of where... I just wanted to get lean. I kind of said to him, look, I want to build muscle. I want a six pack though. I've always wanted a six pack. Um, I want to do a photo shoot in six months. 18 months later, I finally booked a photo shoot because we kind of had 12 months of building and six months of dieting. And um, he sort of said to me, oh, you should compete. You should compete. So that's kind of how I ended up competing. Um, yeah, and I did my first photo shoot. Uh, but whilst doing that, I started to just document what I was doing. I started to talk more about nutrition on my Facebook. Um, I just started to post a lot more about the stuff I was learning. And off the back of that, people started to come to me and say, oh, can I have your help? I hadn't even said that I was doing coaching. I hadn't, I had, I had thought of it, obviously, that's why I was posting. But people started asking me, you know, can I have your help? And um, so I kind of plucked a, oh, I, actually, before I sort of plucked a number out of the air and started charging people, I... Um, I spoke to Mike Harrison uh, at last week's caller. Um, I spoke to him and said, can I have some business advice, please? Because he had gone from being in the army or in the RAF uh, to being a full-time nutritionist in 12 months. And so he gave me some great advice and we Skyped for about an hour and just chatted. And um, yeah, so he helped me a lot there. And uh, I then sort of learned bits off, obviously off the coach I was working with at the time as well. Um, and I yeah, started charging people for, for my services and, and I, enjoyed it that much that uh that's kind of where I was wanting my career path to go and that's kind of what I want to be doing full time really um, in the grand scheme of things yeah so that's me oh, that's yeah. how I got in this is this is the succinct answer do you want the long-winded answer <laughs> you're waiting for okay. more then do you want me okay to... <laughs> so now we've established how you got into the fitness industry <laughs> and obviously you then met us well actually yeah. I, met, I was gonna say i we kind of crossed paths in the 
probably in the BTN stuff as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. So you, Matt as well, and you, Matt from BTN. Um, Johnny's from there as well. Um, I think when we started going to conferences, that's when I met quite a few people as well. And like, I bump into them at conferences now when I can be asked to go to them. Uh, that's the people. Um, yeah, uh, it's so it's it's interesting how many people you meet along the way. But yeah, I think I met Paul. It was one of the first I think I met. Um, yeah. yeah. So now, obviously, as you've sort of established yourself as a coach, um, what do you see as the biggest thing uh, you see with clients when with cl- the biggest thing clients are have wrong when they first approach you? Um. I suppose as a whole, it's just sticking to something, whether it's the right thing, the wrong thing, whatever it is, that tends to be the biggest thing. Um, Bar misinformation, so some people generally come to you having been told absolute crap and believing that, I don't know, if you eat 15 tubs of lard a day, you'd lose weight as long as it was only the lard you're eating. Um, you know, apart from misinformation, it, it's definitely consistency for me and, and accountability. So actually sticking to something for longer than three or four weeks, actually. Um, so like with the four week challenge that we've just launched, uh, I, I did that a few times before we formed Triple N. And um, in that, I asked for a diet history. I say, you know, what what dieting have you done before? And because the four week challenge has a big catchment, you know, it's helped over 100 people now. And um when you look at the answers on that, they list six or seven different ways of dieting, um, different methods they've taken and things like that, and they haven't stuck to any of them. Or if they have and they say, oh, yeah, you know, I got good results from that, well, why didn't you carry it on then? Um, you know, people plateau and they, they just don't bother carrying on. So I think sticking to something consistently uh, and, and as part of that accountability, so having somebody to kick them up the arse, um, the amount of people that will work with me for six months and achieve what they want to achieve and then I speak to them three months later and they put the weight back on even though they know why they know how they know what they've done wrong they do it because they just kind of say oh I didn't have you by my side or I didn't have you uh to tell me no um and so yeah so I think that is a big one is is that kind of accountability consistency kind of intertwined I agree that I would say it's something similar what's Paul are you talking you're mute. You're a mute. No, boy. I, was, I was just mouthing things at you. Sure, sure you were. Elephant yeah. juice. Elephant juice. Mm, mm, <laughs> um, yeah, I was going to say I, you're agreeing, Brett. I was going to agree. I think I said ad- adherence and stuff mm-hmm. and confusion, confusion in my one. Yeah, nice. That's a good one. Yeah. I suppose that ties in with the misinformation. There's so much mm. shit information out there. It's like, well, yeah. What, uh, so what's like the one specific thing you would like to rid the industry of? Um, off the top, like straight away, I'd be inclined to say um, like Instagram coaches. If you know, So basically what I mean by that is somebody who potentially got lean once uh, under the coaching of somebody else and then passes that off as their own thing and like... Um, if you come with me, if you want to get jacked, yeah, but you've also been taking steroids for the last ten years, uh, the last uh, two years, and you actually know fuck all about humans. You know fuck all about, you know, the methods of dieting, the principles of dieting, the fundamentals of dieting, or muscle building. You just happen to have decent genetics, and you're now charging people a couple hundred quid a month for it. Um, I, instantly, I would say that, but at the same time, though, they kind of help me out a little bit because I do get people who have done their method got absolutely no results because they have reacted differently to things than you know that they, they've got a one-size-fits-all kind of program um and they come to me and i go oh no 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 you know this is actually personalized this is um this is all tailored around you and this is the reasons why you're losing weight this is how you lose weight and they get it and they make the progress they wanted to make um so they kind of do help me out a little bit in the end but i just hate seeing people kind of mugged off and um people kind of losing their cold hard cash and you know well-earned money on idiots that shouldn't be charging for what they're palming off so i suppose in a roundabout way instagram coaches i think i think there should be some sort of maybe board or something that you have to you know some sort of certification that you have to have gone through which is 
you know, like any other thing, you can really fuck somebody up by giving them really poor, shitty nutrition advice, especially when it comes to supplements and when it comes to uh, performance-enhancing things as well. Um, so if you're giving somebody with, like, bad, bad advice that can... That's using their money and um, messing them up a little bit, and you know you can cause all sort of like eating disorders, disordered eating, real body dysmorphia type things. Um, so I think there should be some sort of like board or something that you have to have passed by, or some sort of I don't know certification you have to have gone through. That's better than the PT ones because the PT ones mostly suck ass. Um, to just to try and thin these people out, but like anything, yeah. there's going to be some sort of black market type dealings going on anyway isn't there so i, I don't know i think the thing is at the minute there is nothing anyone has to do like there's no, it's not stopping anyone going on to you know instagram creating a social media account or mm. you know facebook and just start trying to put out content and then start charging people yeah nothing, so. they don't even do that they didn't even put content out like is content posting 15 million booty pictures a day saying hump day hump day happy hump day happy hump day like is that is that content can you charge? No, that? I mean, <laughs> yeah. it's not obviously. I guess we get off topic a little bit because obviously it's meant to be about you. But your point you raised around obviously Instagram coaches, it, the people can just put selfie after selfie of six packs or whatever else. The, mm. the you know good shots of themselves in shape, and unfortunately it does sell. People will come to them thinking that oh they're in good shape, they must know what they're talking about. Exactly. So it's true. Like you said, honestly, like that's the the sort of bad side of social media and stuff that. Like for ourselves, obviously we have a, a decent following. It's not obviously in its the millions, but you had do you have some accounts? And I'm not even talking about nutrition side. There's a an Instagram account I come across that of a she's an Asian girl, and what she posts is her smushing her face into different types of bread. She has a boatload of followers. People will follow anything. <laughs> what's her What's her Instagram handle? I'm interested in that. <laughs> like honestly it's just different types of bread she'll just smush her face into it thing is though with that so she could literally then go on and sell anything because the catchment is that big some idiot <laughs> will buy into it so she could say right okay i'm launching my own bread brand it's smushy face bread <laughs> um, and you can sell bread online you know and people would buy it because of the the lols but then also I'd buy it <laughs> yeah. um, I see it like a few people used to go to my gym like they'd want to train at a different gym and like they'd be bikini competitors or bodybuilding competitors and they've they work under a coach they have no formal training in nutrition or training or any of that and then they're like oh yeah people are messaging me asking me for coaching advice and asking me if I do coaching um, because they're in shape just because you're in shape does not mean you can help others get in shape um, and they're like yeah you know you can give advice and if somebody says you know what's your thoughts on this there's no harm in giving advice um but like we all know that one person in the office who's like oh you've got to try slimming world it's the best thing in the world and they're like then nobody who should be giving <laughs> advice um do yeah. you work with like not an 80 year old woman at your no, office, they're all blokes they're all <laughs> in the office they're all blokes uh, <laughs> yeah but, no, i was gonna say because i suppose like in that that sort of I know not the bread smushing face girl, but there is um what's she called? Michaela Peterson. I don't know, have you seen anything about her? She's obviously John Peterson's daughter, very intelligent man who seems to have a lot of intolerances around food. So basically both him and his daughter have these like allergic reactions to whatever. So all they eat now is basically beef and I think she drinks uh bourbon she's now given nutritional advice for people who might have say you might have undiagnosed celiac disease you're struggling because you you feel intolerant to food you could go to her and she's going to give you this advice uh, just cut everything out don't have any veg don't have any this don't have any that just but beef it's fine yeah drink yeah. some bourbons oh, okay I, and i suppose look at it like our very own friend um Fran, obviously, 
battled with anorexia for a few years. She kind of came out the other side. She set up her Instagram to help her cope with eating food. She would post the food to help her kind of eat it and, and, and document it. And, and that would help her. That was her kind of like management mechanism. Um, and she spoke about that way back in like episode 20 or whatever. Um, and that was a way of doing it. Now, she's got a following of over 10,000 people, which is fantastic. But I can guarantee before she started studying nutrition at university, before she did Mac Nutrition, before she started learning how to handle clients and handle how, how to handle different people, I bet she had people saying, oh, can you help me through my issues? Can you help me through? Uh, can you help me with nutrition? Can you help me lose weight? Can you help me gain weight? I bet she was having people message her. Um, and I'm sure she'll listen back to this tomorrow or whenever we launch it. And um, and she'll probably answer this. Um, I bet I, I, I'd probably stake my invisible house on it um that she had people asking her for help and advice and coaching when before she had any uh, any um qualifications any formal education any any of anything um and it's a case of right okay so you trust a complete stranger who you followed for three months on instagram who just posts lots of pictures of porridge um and abs like would you you trust them uh yeah it's just a funny one it's a funny one it's a funny one is is like in three years of coaching i've never been asked what my qualifications are yeah <laughs> and I've either, helped, I've, yeah well, yeah and I've, I've helped like way over 100 people so yeah, yeah. I, I also don't have any so well yeah we're all, we're all jokers lol 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 the problem oh. where, where we're going wrong though is we haven't got the abs anymore <laughs> uh, <clears throat> mate you just put on three and a half yeah but now what are you on about <laughs> there we go oh. he's getting him out he's getting him out now show us your ass and show us how saggy that is. <laughs> <laughs> there's a top that. I'm not sure that could have been your ribcage. Um, what? <laughs> Mate, there's at least four there. Uh, tattooed arm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's shading. No, it's like, I'm, I'm like those uh, fat, I think they're Mexicans. I don't know. I don't think it's been racist, but I think they're fat Mexicans leaning against a fence, that meme you'll see where they're leaning against <laughs> a fence and they've got six pack. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Anyway, next question. Before we offend Mexico in a cartel looking for you, Brett. If every country listened to this podcast, we would have started World War Three by now. <laughs> <sighs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. So, Ed, where do you see no nonsense nutrition in five years' time? Five Don't years' time. Wrapped. So, uh, homeless. Um, <laughs> killed, killed by the cartel. <laughs> what if we keep paying for your car? <laughs> uh, homeless. Uh, yeah, killed by everybody. No, I, I would. So, I ideally, uh, me and Johnny will have conquered the world of Facebook advertising. Uh, <laughs> we will be uh, level twenty on that. Um, no, I, I think um, it'd be nice to just get some steady growth. To you know, so we can all, all of us that want to from probably Matt um, we can be just coaching full time um, enjoying it enjoying family life um, alongside you know helping 25 30 odd clients each um, yeah and, and making a full time living out of it you know we put, we put a hell of a lot of time and effort into it so I'd love for that to pay off for everybody um, I'd love to do a lot of kind of more group based stuff as well to help just help as many people as possible, whatever your budget, whether you can afford the one-to-one -one coaching or whether you're, you know, you, you live a bit more, um, tighter of money and, uh, or just, you know, you need some, just some free advice and free help. You know, I'd love to be able to try and just contact as many people as possible to help them with whatever their goal is, whether it sort of be the more kind of the weight loss stuff or the muscle gain stuff or just body recomp stuff. Um, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I'd love to be doing it full time. I do, I do enjoy my, my day job, but, um, like, would I pick traveling over the country, uh, all around the country at 6 a.m. in the morning, or would I rather pick sitting in bed in my pants on my laptop? I think I'd probably prefer the latter. Um, yeah. You know, you can probably get that as a job right now. Well, yeah, I could work from home a lot more. Like, I worked from home the other day, and that's exactly what I did. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure there's people that would pay to see you in your pants. <laughs> okay, I get what you mean now. On your laptop. <laughs> Apparently, it's one of them. Dropping, <laughs> dropping melted cheese on your abs. Oh, God. What abs? <laughs> um, um, yeah. Who, what, who is your 
favourite coach out of the entire group, and you must name someone. Um, Not, none of this like Paolo. Oh, I can't say I love you all the most. No, I, I named you I like best. No, you didn't. You yeah, did. Surely. After a lot of hassle or pressure. That's, that's awkward because I was I was going to say Johnny too, just because. Say Johnny. Just because I speak to him the most out of anybody, because me and him might stay up till midnight texting. Um, <laughs> just so we don't spam the shit out of the main group, <laughs> talking about Facebook ads and marketing campaigns. Um, yeah, so I suppose I, I spend the most time talking to Johnny. Um, probably like Fran one of the most, just because she's a lot quieter, so I don't have to listen to her. <laughs> Funny reason? Huh? Funny reason? Well, just, yeah, <laughs> sick of you, sick of you all. Five uh, years' time. Oh, God, I'll be on my own, solo. <laughs> I'm joking. Ouch. I'm Ooh, joking. That I'm joking. don't ruin our brand. <laughs> um, okay, all right, fine. Just everyone okay, we're getting some fun questions for you. The, one that, the ones that matter. The ones that re- that people really want to hear. So you can skip forward on the, to this part. Um, if you had to live on one food forever, what would it be? And because in mine, Brett banned crisps, I'm going <laughs> to say... Got banned cheese, haven't you? Cheese. No cheese. Okay. Um, either beef brisket or pulled pork. Choose one. Am I allowed to add things to the meat? No, no, one food. Or can it not listen be like barbecue the, pulled pork? Listen to the question. Yeah, well, you can obviously be barbecue. <laughs> yes, I'm just going to be just plain. <laughs> That's what I mean. I didn't mean like, yeah, can I have pork <laughs> added with mixed bread and <laughs> just pulled pork bats? Barbecue pulled pork, I think. As long as you could like mix up your barbecue sauce that you're using, so, uh, so it didn't get too boring. But I think, yeah, you know, you've got a nice, nice amount of fats in there. You've got some... Obviously, pretty high in protein. Uh, it's pretty filling. Tastes amazing. Um, yeah. Okay. Right. Let cool. me guess. You're going to say burgers, but is that one food? Um, hey, don't answer that. It's not your <laughs> podcast. Yet. Yeah, but it's, it's clearly going to be banned anyway, so I won't be able to say it. But I did say no, to might, you... there's lots of things that we could ban for you. You shill. Shill. Brands <laughs> uh, a shill, not me. Both are now. Yeah. Um, no, I just I, I just want to go back to where when I asked you the question, Perla, I did say one food can be like a meal as long as it is like uh, a meal that consists of one thing, like pizza, or you know. Oh, you didn't say that. I was thinking like one actual ingredient. I, well, I chose. Hell, yeah, but you can't say, "Oh, my one food's going to be pulled pork in a bat with chips and coleslaw." That, that's <laughs> that's not what I mean. I mean, one food is in a food item, which you could say a pizza or a slice of pizza is a food item, or okay, you know, well, a burger. You know, I'd probably go more so then. Um, You've answered. No, I'm going to go for a crispy chicken tenders burger. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> that's what I'm going yeah, for okay. if we're playing that game I'm going for a crispy chicken burger crispy chicken burger right mm. okay um, what's the craziest thing you've ever done Mr Vanilla um, I don't know I've been thinking and like I haven't really done anything too crazy I suppose like depends you know if you're talking bungee jumping out of a helicopter like Mr Will Smith then you know I'm <laughs> new um, not that I wouldn't do it it's just never really been presented with with the opportunity, I suppose. Um, I suppose like going off and living in America for three or four months, like that was, I suppose in that sense on my own, not knowing anything that was, could you call that crazy? Um, wasn't that crazy. No, but... depends on the context. <laughs> well, not compared to you fucking Pablo Escobar. But... <laughs> so hey. no, I, I haven't really done anything too mental. Um, I'm a little bit vague. I am a little bit vanilla. Um, I'd like to see 80, so I'm not going to really go do anything that puts my life at too much risk. Um, I used to enjoy a lot of rock climbing, so I used to do a lot of free climbing, um, and I'd like climb up silly things that if I fell, I would probably break my neck. So it's a good job I didn't fall. Um, so I suppose like, they didn't seem too crazy, but at the time, like if I'd fallen, I would have died. Um, so I suppose like in that sense, like I've done some pretty stupid shit as a teen probably wouldn't do it now because i definitely overthink things far too much and like that um no i am a little bit beige a little bit vanilla so that's right we crazy. can't all have the life of 
of Paul. You know, so cool. What did Paul well, say for that? Just I've not listened to his episode, and I probably never will. So you may as well tell me. What? What did you say for that? Uh, it, well, he kept it PG to start with. I think. Yeah. I don't think he quite told. So he didn't all tell, the, tell the, us the, the night of those. Stop trying to stop ruining my memoirs when they come out. <laughs> Spoiler. Mm. I think I think my craziest thing was about nearly drowning. Oh, right. mm. Not what I thought. It was it was like a, I tried to do it or nothing. But no, anyway. no Escobar stories. Shh. <laughs> no. God, that's loud noise. <laughs> well, I think we're there at the end. So, um, yeah. Well, hopefully everyone's got to know Ed a little better. We got anything we want to plug or? Well. You've missed the opportunity for the four-week challenge because that was signed up a week ago when this comes out. So I suppose we've kind of fucked that one. Um, I think my biggest plug would be to get your ass on the Facebook page and in our Facebook group, search No Nonsense Nutrition on Facebook and Instagram and you'll find us. Yeah, we haven't had any reviews again for a while either. So some some reviews would be nice if people could do us the, the kindness of just going onto the podcast app or iTunes and just leaving a short review. That'd be lovely. Yeah. And if it's not five stars, then uh, don't waste your energy. No, we. I did notice the other day we've had uh, a couple of. We've had, obviously, we've still got the one star wanker. Um, we've had a couple of two. I think we've had one, two, and two, three stars as well. But no comments, no actual the, feedback. The worst kind of the people. one star one was a mistake, though, wasn't it? Yeah, it yeah. Was. To, be, to be fair, one star wanker owned up and said, "Really sorry, it was me and my fingers slipped." So not really true one star. Um, but yeah, we did. We have had a couple of twos and a three, or a couple of threes and a two i can't remember so it might be uh but as in what you caused them or you did them i did them oh that's nice Uh, okay (laughs) cool i was about to send a flaming piece of poo to your doorstep (laughs) the thing is with Uh, that though the thing is with that like obviously everybody has their own market so i remember a, a woman commented saying you say you're myth busting but you're not and it's like okay so the first probably like 40 episodes were pretty much myth busting podcasts evolve and things like that so there's only so many times you can go over the myths that carbs after six o'clock are bad and stuff you know you have to try and put things in a different context and also i think people's personalities click with different people and stuff so you know one person might hate me but the next person might find me tolerable um so if you can't stand any of us or you don't like the way we put things across or if we're a bit too i don't know boisterous or or anything like that like just go and listen to somebody who's really beige and vanilla um but if you like people to call you a cunt and tell you that you're a fat lazy twat then um go listen to jason smith <laughs> so yeah there's there's a market for everybody isn't there um yeah so, the, the annoying yeah. thing on the feedback you've referenced was uh it was on an episode where we even caveat enough times that we, these were the kind of opinions of our, I don't know if we said uneducated, but basically we said that these are kind of our, our own opinions and they are based on our own experience, which might be limited. Um, then we basically got told that, oh, you lot have got no experience in it. We're like, well, yeah, we kind of did say that, you know, we did kind of say that these are our conversation, just general stuff on our limited experience of this particular topic. What was the topic? Is it about um, being a mum? It, no, it was it was about the it was the obesity is obesity choice episode where we got okay. the negative feedback of someone basically saying that we were inconsiderate and unempathetic. I think, which I think which I thought was pretty unfair because actually I thought we were kind of saying that potentially um, overweight, and I guess we just maybe triggered a little bit. I don't really know. Um, as you'd lot know, I gave the the opportunity for the person involved to come in and give their side to to say mm-hmm. as to kind of why they felt it, and I didn't get any response. Um, so people like to moan about anything, though, don't they? You always get that. Can I speak to the manager, please? Type person. Um, yeah. And people, life's full of them, and I frankly don't really have time for too many people like that. Yeah. No, no. It, it would have been nice if they had have just said, because I said, look, I'm really sorry if, if we've offended or whatever else, but it'd be really good to find out a bit more as to why, what you think. Come on and speak about it. And they didn't take the opportunity. So I guess from that respect, we couldn't really do a lot more else. So, 
there we go. Yeah, it's not as if we don't have, you know, 1,700 people in a Facebook group who are all of the same ethos of wanting to lose weight and they all kind of, you know, mostly respect us and <laughs> like what we say and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, for, you know, in the grand scheme of things, one negative Nelly uh, when you've got thousands of positive people. Um, yeah, don't care. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. On that note, we'll sign off then, shall we? Speak yes. to you soon. Yeah. Right. Bonjourno then. Hey, wait there. If you put your finger on your trackpad and do like a circle, multiple circles, it, the cursor gets really big for some reason. I think that's the setting you've got turned on. No, mine does that as well. Oh. Yeah. Um, what I want to know is how you found that out. What, why were you doing multiple circles? Were you that bored? I was drawing your head. Like I was oh. fit around your head. Yeah. And I was doing it faster and faster. And it yeah. started doing it. I was like, what the fuck? Is it, did you pick my head because it's bald? Or did you pick? No, it's because yours is the only head on there. Oh, yeah. It's not got a video on. Yeah. So, well, you could do a tiny little head. Because he has got a tiny little icon on the head. Not sure. It doesn't get as much of a rotation. Also, when you, when you try and go really quick around it, it makes your laptop wobble. Mine doesn't do this. Okay, mine does, but you you're just not doing, not, not doing it fast enough, mate. Mm, probably. Uh, anyway, cool. we, we've ended this podcast how we started, full of tripe. So uh, <laughs> at that point, I think you should now press the button, Edward. Press in. Thanks for listening to the No Nonsense Nutrition Podcast. We'll speak to you all next week.